Wake up, world. You are now tuned in to the Wake Up and Win podcast, and I'm your host, Devon Pouncey. I'm here at the Pac West Center in downtown Portland, home of 1029 The Game, home of the Justin and Devon radio show. I guess it's the home of the Wake Up and Win podcast because we record here every time. We in the six. <laughs> we in the six on the sixth floor at the Pac West. So, <laughs> yeah, we call it the six too. Michael and Jamel. Drink. <laughs> Drink. All y'all, sixes, whoever. We in the six too because we on the sixth floor here at the Pac West Center in downtown Portland. Real spooky in here. Yeah, man. They, 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 they tricking it out in here. <laughs> they, uh, they doing a Halloween event in here. They doing some kind of haunted house. This will be my first time working here during Halloween. So it's my first time being in Oregon during Halloween. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, now nah, I've definitely been in Oregon during during Halloween, but here. At the job, this is my first time. They they're decking the whole job out to do some kind of haunted house or something. But matter of fact, what you doing for Halloween, man? You gonna be somebody? Yeah, nah, nah. I'm gonna be myself. Oh, okay, that's kind of boring. Nah, it's, it's the best. Hey, I'm gonna be myself too, though. Sorry. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> do, do the Blazers play that night? Do they? Uh, don't I don't know. I don't think they play at home that night. Oh, they okay. might. I don't know. I'm, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean it's Halloween. I got I, I don't know what I'm doing on Halloween. Yeah, what you doing? F- either this. So so is this Halloween weekend or is next weekend Halloween weekend? I think it's both. I think this year we get both weekends. You can use Halloween. I how mean, do we, how do you get two Halloween? <laughs> how do you get both? <laughs> well, I mean this weekend is definitely gonna have Halloween events. Honestly, it's it's this weekend coming up. Yeah, after, it is. after Halloween, Halloween's over. Exactly. It, it's that's over. why. That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you get both? Two Halloween weekends. I didn't know Halloween was that special, but no, nah, this weekend, <laughs> this weekend is Halloween weekend. I, this is when I'm gonna attend my Halloween parties and whatnot. And uh, yeah, you know, covering. Well, I'm not going. I'm covering the Ducks actually on Saturday tonight. Going to see what the Blazers could do against Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin and them undefeated over there. They look good too. Yeah, the they, Clippers. They have a complete team. Yeah, the Clippers undefeated right now. So. We'll see what Dame Dollar, if he could bounce back. He didn't play too good. I went to the game Tuesday night. He he didn't really show up. Yeah, but, it's... yeah, I mean, it's Dame. Like, we, we and know. And you got CJ, you know, helping yeah, you out. Yeah, exactly. We we know what time it is with Dame. We know right, he can right. go off any given night. He's one of the best point guards in the NBA. Is he top five? Uh, you can argue that he's top five. Me, personally, I, I wouldn't put him in my top five. Who you got in your top five point guards? I got Steph. I got Russ. I got uh, John Wall. I got Dang, I could put Dame in my top five. Dame's in my top five. I got Dame at number four, and I'm gonna put it out there. I'm not off the Chris Paul hype. Where the hell is Kyrie? Oh yeah, I forget. There we go. I, I, Where's Kyrie? Talking about, you wasn't even letting me finish. Can I finish? Well, you, you mentioned Chris Paul. Chris no. Paul been out the top five. I was. That's what I was finna say. I was finna say Chris Paul is still getting love off his name, but he's not top five anymore. Man, yeah, Chris Paul ain't been top five for the last three years. A lot of people not letting it go. Though. Uh, man, it's been three years since Chris Paul has been a top five point guard in the NBA. Yes, I said it. It's been three years. He can't get to a conference championship. It's not like he's won anything. Right. Quick, get off of it. Get over it. He was the best it, point guard in the league ten years ago. He's, for crying he's out loud. done with Dame. Is already. Did. Yeah, he's out. He's out of there. He's been out the top five. Dame's better than so, him. Yeah. 
Dame Tyree's is better than him. Dame's in my top five. And Isaiah I, Thomas? It, it's just he's hurt this season. And so I, I don't like to put people that are injured for that long. He We won't, we won't get to see him again until Christmas. And we know what Isaiah do, though. We I, saw what he did last year. I'm putting Dame in the top five. All right, that's him. what's up. I like I like his just his his presence and how hard he play. I mean, he doesn't always have the best team, but you know they're always gonna be competitive. Uh, he makes the the playoffs in the West since Lamarcus left and that Batoon and West Matthews left. He still make the playoffs. He's a winner. He's from the town, and so okay, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, well, yeah, I'm gonna go check out Damon and tonight. See what he do against Patrick Beverly. And I mean, the town is in Oakland because I know Portland. Yeah, like yeah. to say the town. Y'all gotta stop yeah, that. Yeah, they do. They do feel some type <laughs> of way sometimes when it comes to that town word. But but since we're talking about the NBA, let's talk about David Stern because I feel like David Stern been getting high lately. He had to. David Stern. Uh, David no, no, Stern. No. He's been getting high the whole time. He might have been getting high the whole time, but he's definitely getting high right now. <laughs> he's he's somewhere loaded right now. Cause so David Stern, the former commissioner of the NBA, has come out and said that the NBA should ban the rule against medical medical marijuana. Excuse me. So basically, there's a rule against medical marijuana, and he should ban it. It should be banned. Players should be allowed. To smoke marijuana, you know, if it's medicinal, if it's if it's prescribed, they should be able to smoke it. Oh, I mean, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. The medicinal part, I, I can't mind as much. I I don't think they should be able to. Like, I don't know. I think NBA players got other ways to take care of their pain than marijuana. I know marijuana is a great pain reliever i know it's a great stress reliever but when it comes to medicinal marijuana i still think it's a little bit of a hassle i still think it's a little bit of a stretch um if it was recreational i definitely would be opposed of that right now just because not enough states have legalized recreational marijuana right medicinal is a different is a different type of a situation though because it's prescribed I'm I'm not sure if David David Stern's marijuana is prescribed, but I know he's getting high because he's advocating <laughs> for medicinal marijuana for players. But honestly, I don't think it would be good for the NBA to even uh, allow players to smoke medicinal marijuana. What would be the problem, though? I just think like I think it's a myth. Like marijuana, it makes you happy, it makes you feel good, it makes you feel better. But I think it would mess with the production of athletes. I don't think marijuana makes you a better athlete. I know a lot of athletes smoke marijuana. I, I get that part, but I don't think marijuana makes you a better athlete. But does it make you worse? Yes, you, it does you, make you worse. You think worse. it makes you worse? Yes, I actually do think it makes you worse. I just think it's so enjoyable that sometimes we're in denial about it. Like, people are in denial about it. But, yes, I do think smoking marijuana makes you a worse athlete. It, it, it doesn't help with your stamina. It makes you a little bit lazier. What about it, Michael you, Phelps? You eat, you eat off. As you can say one athlete. I'm talking about as a whole. Well, that's I'm talking about the entire league. We can't just... Athletes can't just come out and say they smoke. And, 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 and but this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Majority athletes smoke. They can't come out and say it. I understand that majority athletes smoke. But I'm not going to sit here and say that smoking makes you better, makes you a better athlete. Quite frankly, I do think it can make you a worse athlete. That doesn't mean you can't still be really good if you smoke weed. But all I'm saying is 
I think marijuana doesn't make you a better athlete. I just don't. We just enjoy it so much. Athlete or not, people enjoy marijuana. Right. That, you know, it's it's legal here in the state we're in. It's legal in California. It's legal in Colorado. Legal in Washington, which is 20 minutes away from where we're sitting at right now. So, obviously, people enjoy marijuana. I right. get that. But I don't think it makes you a better athlete. How does it? How can it make you a better athlete? I, I didn't say it make you better. I'm asking though. I, I don't think it make you worse either. How doesn't it make you? How doesn't it make you a worse athlete? You got to be responsible. You got to know when to do it and when not to do it, and it's on you. If you want, if it makes you worse, then you need to stop. If it doesn't, it shouldn't be a problem either. Because alcohol. I mean, it's a doesn't little, make it, you better. It doesn't make you better, but it you makes can, you worse. But you can do it. But, it, yeah, you can do it, but it makes you worse. And, and I'm not saying, and here's the thing, and that's part of the reason why as well. What I'm saying is, is this. When it comes to medical marijuana, I can't really argue against that because that's prescribed. But let's take it a further to a further place. Let's say it's recreational marijuana because that's what's going to come next. Yeah. If they... If the NBA were to, they're not going to do it. I don't, I don't see them doing it anytime soon. But if the NBA were going to allow players to play and use medical marijuana, the next step is going to be to fight for players to smoke weed in the NBA and not get drug tested for marijuana. That's what the next step is going to be. But I, I think right now, I don't want to put this bad name on NBA players. I think they already smoke right now. For sure. And we're seeing great play. We're, it's nothing less of what we used to seeing, but right now the only difference would be if it was legal is that they can do it. you know. And I'm sure, like you said, if it's prescribed and then, of course, rec- recreational is going to come about. But I don't see a problem with it. This is what I'm saying. Even if they do smoke it right now, because there's so many rules and regulations, they can't abuse it. Right. I can go smoke from time to time. I can go smoke here one day, take some time off, or I can smoke in the off season. You, It's more common, and it's not to say players don't smoke during the season, but it's more common for a player to smoke in the off season when they know they're not likely to be drug tested. So that's one thing. But if you allow these players to smoke marijuana, I think it's going to be abused. And, and, and like I said, I'm not Knocking the marijuana industry, I understand it's an enjoyable drug for many people. But what I'm saying is when it comes to athletes and NBA players in particular, two things. One, I think it's going to be an extra hassle. I think you're going to see a lot of situations where athletes have to prove themselves time and again. That In, in some cases, no, because they're in the NBA, so it's a little bit different. You'll know an NBA player if you see one. For the most part, you should right. be able to yeah. kind of – you know, see, if, if you're dealing with an NBA player, you're going to know that. But in a lot of cases, what I have problems with is, like, traveling and just all the extra loopholes that you're going to have to go through. And I think eventually things are going to get to the point where, you know, loopholes are going to be dealt with. But right now, today, I just think it's going to become an extra hassle. I think it can get abused, and I don't think athletes are going to get better. And quite frankly, I think they can get worse. That doesn't mean we won't see good basketball. That doesn't mean we won't see great basketball. I just personally think right now it's a setup. 
I'd rather wait until marijuana is legalized in pretty much all 50 states, at least majority of the United States, right. before we start talking about the NBA taking rules and regulations off of marijuana. Like I said, I know medical marijuana is different from recreational because it's more for pain. It's more for it's prescribed. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is I think ultimately it'll get to the point where athletes are just going to fight for marijuana to be legal, just like they can go have a drink whenever they want to and they're A-OK. What I can say about a problem that could happen if they did legalize weed, marijuana, I should say. No, weed, marijuana, y'all know what I'm talking about. The one, I think, like, as far as NBA players being role models. Yes, I know all of them are not role models, but looking up, if your favorite player is smoking weed and you know he is, there's a chance that that, that fan could start smoking weed, too. And I'm not saying weed is a bad drug, but I'm sure there's a lot of parents out there that don't want their kids smoking. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot that comes with it. It's a lot more than people think. And I, I agree with you there where the NBA is a family-friendly organization. Right. The NBA is not a adult-only organization. It's right, not a kid. Right. It's a family-friendly organization. People bring their families to come to the NBA games. They bring their kids out to come be able to watch their favorite player play basketball. It's a fa- it's not a it's not it's not just for adults. It's not an 18 and up organization. It's not a 21 plus organization. It's not adult entertainment. It's yep. family friendly. So even with that, I think the NBA would hurt itself by allowing marijuana to intersect with the game so heavily. Now, like I said, I am, and and here's what I honestly think as well. If I'm an athlete, if I'm in the NBA, with the way media is set up, and obviously I am media, but still with the way media is set up, with the way there's cameras out on you at all times, it's hard enough to live a private life anyway. Everybody doesn't have to know if I smoke marijuana or not. Right. Like, if I smoke marijuana, I want to be able to do that on my own time. Just like when I have a drink, yeah, I might go to a bar. Yeah, I might go here. Yeah, I might go there. But I want to be able to do stuff on my own time. I don't want to be in the cannabis club having to get my pictures taken near marijuana with a with a jar full of marijuana, with 100 <laughs> jars of marijuana right in front of me and somebody sneak peeking a picture and putting me up on TMZ. It's an extra hassle I wouldn't want to deal with right, personally. Right. Somebody else might. Some of these NBA players might. But I don't want to be in a cannabis club trying to buy some weed with a case full of weed in front of me and people just snapping pictures. I mean, I just think it's not good for branding. A lot of these players have other endorsements outside of yeah, what they do in the that's, NBA. That's what might hit the endorsements. It's, it's the endorsements that it right. can affect. You don't want it's Nike, it's Adidas, it's whoever. It could be Jamba Juice for crying out loud. It could be anybody. I just would rather keep what I do separate from the public eye and the public sphere. And I would like I just think that marijuana and basketball should be separate. I understand athletes smoke marijuana. I'm not knocking or dissing nobody for smoking marijuana. But what I'm saying is I think it's still a drug. It is technically still a drug in that if you separate the two, it would help the players more than it would hurt. Then it would hurt them. I right. really, I really okay. think it would help the players in so many different ways. I think it would help their performance. I think it would help, like I said, their privacy. I think it would help them to be able to secure their endorsements. I think it would help them when it comes to fans and kids and just everything. I think that if they allow players to start smoking marijuana, eventually 
it'll get abused. Guys will be able, they'll be prone to more trouble. You're prone to more trouble now. Right. And quite frankly, let's be honest, majority of these athletes in the NBA are African American anyway. So I don't want to see these brothers, these young brothers getting in trouble that's making this good money. And so it's just, I think it's just something you should keep separate. But at the end of the day, they are grown men. Yeah. And so, you know, everything is a choice, a decision. And if it do become legal, which it, I know you know that around America, it's eventually going to be legal everywhere. Yeah, I do. It's going to happen. I agree. And so um, it, I feel like I like comparing marijuana to, to alcohol because they're they're similar, you know, um, as far as. Yeah, alcohol is a drug, too. Right. Yeah. And so I, I feel like that's legal. And, and people are going to get drunk. And if you look at a lot of these athletes, they deal with DUIs. A lot of them, too. Hey, yeah, for sure. And so I, I feel like, yeah, it, it's, it's a negative thing because that can add to the DUIs. And um, But I also think if you're responsible, you're a grown man, you should know how to be responsible. And, and let's be quite honest here. I'm all for athletes having fun. I drink when I play sports. Like, I, yeah. I have fun as an athlete. But let's not sit here and say if we're one if, – if I want to speak from a righteous standpoint, and no, I'm not saying that I'm righteous, but if I'm speaking from a righteous standpoint, alcohol ain't never did nobody no good either. Nah, it's, it has It's a fun substance, right. but it's not making an athlete. It's not making you better at basketball. It's not keeping you out of trouble. You're more likely to get in trouble if you're drinking it. So, I like, that's why, for me, it's like, even when you talk about al- alcohol— I drink alcohol. So, yeah, I get it. I understand it. I don't judge an athlete or anybody if they decide to drink alcohol. But let's be real. You know what you're getting yourself into when you decide to drink alcohol as well. More than likely, it's trouble. <laughs> like, I mean, you, 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 you're you going to try to stay out of trouble, but you know that it, consequentially you can get in a lot of trouble if you drink alcohol, whether it be DUI, whether it be fighting, whether it be Let's be honest, hooking up with a woman and she's sloppy drunk and you don't get any consent from her. And now you two do whatever you decide to do. And she decides to say you raped her. Right. And in some ways she's right because she never gave consent. Like that's another issue that alcohol brings to the table for athletes. It's a lot of different. Uh, uh, it's a lot of different bad things that come with the use of alcohol, too. And so I'm glad you said all of that. Alcohol is legal everywhere. Yeah. And athletes can do that. Right. Right. Marijuana does not make you do. It doesn't make you do that. Yeah, but it's not legal everywhere either. It isn't, and that's because it. That's a different story. And it we, can yeah. make you. And and, and 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 I agree with you. I yeah. agree with you there. But it can. It can make you do that. It can make, especially women. Marijuana. At the end of the day, when you're off marijuana, your mind is altered as well. It, now, it's I altered, agree with but you, you know what you're you. doing. I agree with you. I agree with you 100. percent What I'm saying is. I'm more into it to protect athletes rather than to say, oh, we just want to be free and have fun. I, I, I have friends that are athletes that like to have fun. I have fun with them. So I'm not judging. But what I'm saying is, in some ways, I want to see these guys be successful, continue to be successful right, right. and do well. So mm-hmm. I'd rather try and protect them in a lot of ways rather than just let us live freely knowing that there's still going to be a lot of consequences that come with that. I just want people to be aware of the consequences that can come with it if we decide to ban marijuana laws uh, that are already put in place for NBA players. But <laughs> I do agree. I, now, now, what you're getting into is a 
marijuana versus alcohol argument. I'm more of an advocate for marijuana than alcohol as well. Yeah, definitely. So I, yeah, I want right. to let that be known. I'm definitely, yeah. but I also want to let it be known. Yeah, you get in trouble for alcohol in a lot of ways, but it's still legal. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, as to where marijuana is a state to state thing, and the majority of these states that are NBA states, marijuana isn't legal. Isn't legal at all. And you can get in a whole lot of trouble in those states mm -hmm. because the drug isn't legal. It's still not legal. So now we're talking the system. <laughs> now right, we're talking right, like right, you yeah. obviously can get caught up in the system by drinking alcohol as well, but at the same time, you do have some protection from it because it's legal. Mm -hmm. When it comes to marijuana, it's not legal everywhere yet. So I just think it's still a real risky situation. It is very risky. I, I think, though, it might as well. It can, it can stay banned from the NBA because, like we said, we know NBA players is going to keep smoking. They, they smoke now. J.R. Yeah. Smith be high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm not like I said, I'm not being I'm not judging nobody. Like I'm I'm not judging anybody. But what I think what I truly believe is players being able to do things in their own private time is necessary, even if it is to smoke marijuana. I don't want players to get too loose with being out in public getting high. Right. With yeah. all the cameras that are out there these days, with all the TMZs and all of House of Highlights and Bleacher Reports and everything. You oh, know, they gonna get caught. They gonna. They, I, they I will want, get caught. I don't caught. want that. I don't yeah. want that for these athletes. Because I, I don't want to see no dumb suspensions. Like, because I know there's hey. gonna be if it were to be not banned, there's gonna be rules like you can't come to the game high. Yeah, I don't want it. Yeah, I don't. And, I I'd rather players. It's some things. Especially as an athlete, it's some parts of your life that I believe you should still be able to keep private, and that's one of them. I think if if it's legal, it won't be as private anymore, and now you're susceptible to a whole lot more consequences, whether it be monetarily, whether it be legally, whether it be anything. Right. And that's why I said I'm in. It, I'm saying this more so in protection of these players and these athletes, not because I don't want them to have fun or do drugs or I think they're bad people because they drink or because they smoke marijuana. No, that's not where I'm going with this. Where I'm going with this is these guys need to still be able to do some of these things in private because they do have these endorsements. They do have people that look up to them. This is how they make their money. Right. And quite yeah. frankly, I believe personally they're a better athlete without it. I want to see them succeed on the court as well. Since we're talking about the NBA in particular right now, I'd like to see them succeed on. I want to see these young black brothers yeah. succeed on the court as well. I, I like to see the NBA competitive and exciting and and all of that. But no, I don't think it's anything wrong if they want to get high off the court yeah, too. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool, but. I just think it'll get abused, and, and I think they'll get taken advantage of. I think these athletes in a lot of ways will get taken advantage of in ways that they may not see just out of the pure excitement of being able to do it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Out of the pure excitement of being able to smoke marijuana, I think there's so many other loopholes that you got to go through and that's not in your favor just because 
the ban was lifted from medical marijuana. So that's, that's just my take on it. But shout out to David Stern because I know he's high somewhere right high now. Okay. He was so he's high when high, he said yeah, that. He was high when he said it. He's <laughs> high right now. He's going to be high tonight while he watches the NBA. So shout out to David Stern because I know you're loaded. You're the highest commissioner ever. And... <laughs> It is what it is. It's all good, David Stern. I ain't mad at your suggestion. I just think in a lot of ways we got to be a little bit more educated on this to know if it's really truly in the favor of the athletes before we just get excited because, ooh, it's marijuana and athletes can smoke marijuana. Think about it first. Just think about it first before you just automatically get excited and decide let's go get high. So I I know you don't smoke, Devon. I know this, but I'm going to get you high today because <laughs> it's Friday. You ain't got no job. You got a job, but you are. I, I do got a job. I, I'm off. Oh, but no, I'm no, still, it's Thursday. My days be all yeah, messed up. I'm, I'm at, I mean, you got to work tomorrow. I'm technically at my job right now. We're recording at my job, so I'm still at the workplace. But but even with that being said, I, <laughs> shout out to the highest commissioner ever, David Stern, uh, for at least making a suggestion so that we could be able to talk about it. But next up, I want to talk about the World Series because baseball is interesting to me and I want to hear from your perspective because I I'm not like a bona fide diehard baseball fanatic but I I grew up loving and playing baseball I right. played baseball at some pretty high levels I know you weren't too into baseball and growing I, up I, I started off I tried to play before yeah it was t-ball uh-huh I used to hit the t I couldn't hit the ball though see every time so I didn't like baseball but I'm gonna say this I enjoyed that game last night. That was a phenomenal game last night. I don't care if you like baseball or not. You had to appreciate that game. And here's why I want to talk about it. Because me, like I said, I grew up playing baseball. I played travel ball. I, I, I was a baseball guy. Basketball was first. That was my primary sport. But I, I could swing a, I could swing a bat back in the day. But here's what I'm more interested in talking about because – you do have the NBA going right now. The NBA is going really well, in my opinion. It, it, it's looking good. It's looking like a lot of fun. It's good competition out there. Any team could be beaten on any given night. You had, you had a few. You had. I know you had the the Cavs lost to the Brooklyn Nets. No, you had last a night, night where the uh, Cavs, Warriors, and Thunder all lost. All lost to yeah, teams they to shouldn't teams, have lost. To. Yeah, yeah. Last night the Cavs lost to the to the Brooklyn Nets. Right, without D'Angelo Russell. Right, right. So you so you see you're seeing an NBA that has a little bit more parity this year than some may have expected because we're in the so called era of super teams. I think it's a lot of parity in the NBA right now, super team or not. It's just some good talent, old, middle-aged, young. Like, it's it's talent all across the board in the NBA right now, so I'm definitely enjoying it. But what has you more excited right now? Would you say the NBA or the MLB? Because this is a World Series. You got the two best teams right. playing. Like, two, the two teams that are in the World Series deserve to be there. Exactly. And you see a game last night. That was crazy good. I mean, it was a crazy entertaining game. Guys hitting home runs left and right. They had eight home runs in that game last 11 night. 11 innings. Eight, 11 innings. Mm. It's going to extra innings. It's drama field, and it's the World Series. What have you been more excited for, you know, while you got the start of the NBA, but you also got the Major League Baseball World Series going on right now? I can say if you ask me this question on Tuesday, I would tell you that the NBA, definitely, right? Yeah. But after watching last night's game and then and then I looking back at it and seeing the highlights and then seeing some of the history that was made last night and it's a one one series, 
I, I think MLB. I think I'm going to now. I'm going to have my radar art for, at radar out for the next game because that was an exciting game. It and, was, and it makes you think like, what's about to happen next? Yeah, yeah. What's going to happen? And, next? and the series is going back to Houston, <laughs> and they got three games in Houston. So, so that's going to be interesting to see how that all play up. And I like out. the major markets that's involved, Houston yeah. and L.A. And uh, I agree with you because here was my thing. I, I, I would say the same. Initially, I was more excited for the NBA. And I'll tell you why. For one, baseball is no longer a year-round sport. Baseball is you start spring training in, what, February, March, you play through October, that's it, that's all, it's over. Play right. through October, late October, early November at the latest, baseball is over. With the NBA, we had an NBA season that went from October to June. Right. Right after that happens, you had the NBA draft the week after that. Then you had all of these off-season moves that were made. Then you had the NBA Summer League. Then you continue to have off-season moves made as recently as Carmelo going to the Thunder. Right. Pretty much leading into the season. Then you get preseason, and then you get the regular season. Whereas baseball, you get spring training, you get the season, and then the sport shuts down. And with baseball being a sport that plays 162 games, you're not really watching games much during exactly. the regular You're season. Not. There's so many games being played at so many different times. It's a little bit harder to really sit down and catch and watch a baseball game. And quite frankly, it's a slower sport. It's a lot slower of a sport than basketball is. So you really don't get too excited about baseball until October. As for the NBA, we had excitement for a year straight. We literally have had excitement when it comes to the NBA all year long. Even feeding into the beginning of the season, of all the things that's happened, we've seen Gordon Hayward break his ankle. We've seen... It's not really that exciting, bro. It, it's not exciting. Nah, I know what you it, mean. Yeah. <laughs> See how you do me? <laughs> it, it's not exciting, but yeah, it, it's, it's drama. It's, it's drama. drama. Right. We got LeVar Ball who's emerging. And I should say Lonzo Ball because he's the player. But let's be real. His dad is the reason why he's in the spotlight. And, and then seeing that and then also the games that's going on. We got game winners. We got... Good teams losing to okay teams, and we got young players like Aaron Gordon going for forty-one points out of nowhere. Yeah, and so it's it's just a more exciting time as far as that. But with the baseball game last night, yeah, and the playoffs have been pretty good. I've been tuned into the playoffs because I was following for the most part. I was my team. None of my teams are in the playoffs, but obviously CC. I'm a sports radio host. But I was following CC, right? Yeah, and so that that definitely helped me stay tuned with what was going on in the playoffs. But I will say the NBA season has started off so well. It's so many things to see going across the landscape of the NBA that I still think goes back to the sport being year-round. There's built-up excitement when it's stuff going on in the offseason. NBA Summer League had people excited to see what Lonzo could do in the regular season. LeVar Ball obviously being who he is. All these point guards that want to match up against Lonzo – Night in and night out. You got the defending champion Golden State Warriors. You you got the Kyrie Irving trade to Boston. You got 
LeBron is LeBron. You know what I mean? He's an attraction in him in itself. You got the OKC Thunder. You had you had so many things happen this offseason that led to the excitement. Ben Simmons being able to finally play. Right. The Greek freak. We all expected to have a big year for him to have a big year, and he hasn't been disappointing Your in no way, shape, or fashion. The, the the Timberwolves, another team that added an all-star and one of the greatest six men of all time to that team. So it's just so many things that went went on in the offseason in the NBA that we paid attention to that was able to lead up and build up to the excitement that we have right now for the beginning of the season as to where baseball, you have to just kind of turn on the switch of excitement once the right, playoffs spark. Right, A lot because of people don't you know watch Because you know it's going to be good baseball exactly. once you get there, but it's not, a, it's not as gradual as it was for the NBA. So I'd agree with you when you said until you saw that game. For me, I wouldn't say it was until I saw that game just because I have been watching the playoffs a little bit more, but I definitely have to say that that game amplified right. you know, my interest in baseball and particularly in the World Series right now, and I'm willing to watch the rest of every World Series game over any yeah, NBA matchup definitely. until the World Series is over because we got a whole lot of basketball left, but we're not going to be able to get this back. Two great teams, two major markets, two of the best teams in baseball, Going at it. Going at it, you, too. You, you're, you're not going to be able to relive this. So I'm here for all of this uh, MLB World Series right now. But you mentioned you mentioned Lonzo Ball, and last night they went out and beat John Wall. I believe Lonzo held his own. I, I agree. And, you know, a lot of people that, that are not really basketball fans, and I'm not going to discredit them from not being, but they don't know the game of basketball fully, doesn't understand that Lonzo still had a good game, even though he didn't have a good shooting game. Here's the thing. I don't know why people expected Lonzo to come in and average 20-plus points a game anyway. It's not that type of player. He's a. I like to compare him kind of to like Jason Kidd. That's exactly. That's the most comparable player to him. And quite frankly, I still think Lonzo is going to get to that point where he becomes an elite scorer in the league. People should actually be scared because the easiest thing to learn, I think, in basketball is to learn how to score. A Especially lo- when you're a Lonzo Ball type of a player. Exactly, because like assist. Your vision on the court. Yeah, that's can, a gift that he yeah, has. That's a gift. Yeah, it's a gift. Same with rebounding. I feel like you got to have that that killer, that instinct. Yeah, Same you got to have, have a knack for the ball. Right. And 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 I feel like Lonzo has a knack for the game. Exactly. Which is why I don't think scoring will really be a problem from him for him. He's just learning learning how to adjust and score against some elite level talent, some elite level athletes, guys who are coming at him with their very best night in and night out. That's going to all die down eventually, and he's going to be able to settle in. Guys, his opponents are going to be able to settle in when it comes to the excitement of going up to play against Lonzo Ball. Right. That's all going to die out. It's all going to fizzle away, and ultimately he'll be able to focus on the game. And to me, he's such a good basketball player that he'll be A-OK, man. He'll now, be A-OK. I really think LeVar Ball is really doing him a favor because – He's creating all this attention. He got the Lakers on ESPN multiple times already. Um, he has the best players commenting out on playing Lonzo. Yeah, we've never seen a rookie get this much attention from since a, LeBron. Since LeBron, yeah, ha- elite players are giving a rookie this much attention, and I think it's going to help him because he's getting the best from elite players all year. That's just it's going to take him as a learning experience. I think Lonzo is going to be a great. Yeah, I think so too, man. So. 
I'm interested to see how the rest of this season plays out. I'm excited to see these Clippers tonight against the Blazers. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm need to get out of here pretty soon. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Get myself ready and situated for that. Got to get in early, man. Early, I like early to, predictions for that game. I think I might have to go with the Clippers. Clippers, huh? Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want the Clippers to win. Right, right. Because I. I'm not a fan of the Portland Trail Blazers by any means, but I do cover them. They are in my market. Right. So if they're winning and they're doing well, that garners more attention to the Blazers. I'm a sports radio host in the same market that the Portland Trail Blazers play in. Right. That garners more attention to the show. So selfishly, I want the Blazers to win, but I think it's going to be a tough night out. I don't. The last game was kind of ugly. They beat. No, first of all, let me tell you this. DeMarcus Cousins is the best center in the NBA. Hands down, point blank, period. Yeah. What I watched him do was LeBron-esque the other night. He was impressed. I was very impressed. I mean, he did everything. And I think had Anthony Davis not going out the game with the knee injury in the first quarter, New Orleans probably wins that game. But DeMarcus Cousins... Hey man, I'm telling you, he he's on another level. He's dog. An I mean, he is a dip. He is unstoppable. Period. I you think cannot the, stop him because he he yeah. can post up. He can take you off the dribble. He's such a big body. He can get to where he wants. His jumper is nice. He's got a nice three ball. I mean, he's he's deadly from anywhere on the floor. I say the most comparable physically to Shaq, as after Shaq career ended. We don't see too many physical I still, centers. I still say Dwight Howard. Yeah. And, and, he just hasn't lived up to the expectations. Right, but you right. still can't deny the physique of that dude and how he still has an effect on a game when you play against him. He just hasn't. The numbers haven't necessarily showed it the way that they should. But I still say Dwight Howard. I'm going with DeMarcus. I think DeMarcus is better. Yeah, I think he's – but I just like how he uses his body. He, yeah, but, but, but what I think about DeMarcus – but see – Shaq doesn't nearly have the same kind of skill set as DeMarcus, so that's probably why it's different for me. I saw LeBar- DeMarcus be able to do stuff that LeBron does, obviously not as fast and, ex- and as explosive as LeBron, right? but he was, he's so big still that he was able to get the ball on the wing, get the ball at the top of the key, one, two dribbles, boom, I'm to the basket, I'm going to get there, I'm going to get all the way there, I'm a big body. And I can finish well at the basket. I can get an and one. I can get fouled and go to the line. I can get to where I want when I want because I'm such a big body and I have enough of a skill set to be able to do that. I think it has something to do with the era, though. We live in an era where big men are wanting to step out to the three and learn right. how to dribble and, you know, finesse their game up a little bit because the the, the era we live in now, we can see five perimeter players on the court. Absolutely. A lot of small ball. It's, a, it's positionless basketball. Right. Brad Stevens said it best. Is right now we're watching positionless basketball, and that dude is something else. He he's really good. He's a, he's really good. Wish I could have saw more of Anthony Davis, but he he went out in the first quarter and he never returned. But I'm excited to see tonight. I'm t- I'm excited to see the Patrick Beverly versus Dame matchup. Yeah, uh, I think CJ should have a field day. He's probably gonna have Austin Rivers or somebody. Smooth this offensive game Ooh, in the NBA. That boy is nice. I don't know about all that, but that dude is Who, nice. Who's more smooth? I still think Steph is more smooth. Yeah, I just like you know CJ moves is just so. Oh, like, he's butter. Uh, I mean, he's butter. Huh? It's no diss or no knock to CJ. 
CJ's game is on point. I mean, his skill set is unmatched in a lot of ways, but I still think Steph is the smoothest player in the NBA. I think he's got the smoothest game just all the way around. But CJ is definitely nice. Like, I think he should have a field day tonight with Austin Rivers. A field day. He should have a field day tonight, but we'll we'll see. But uh, that's all we have for y'all today on the podcast. I'm getting ready to get out of here. I got to get back to the house and get my stuff together and come right back here to Portland and and watch the game. I like to get in there a little bit early, get my stuff set up. Yeah, I seen you was yeah. real close. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, I, you know, I get access to everything. I get a press pass, so play a P. Yeah, it's cool. I take it. I take it every time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but uh, anywho, I appreciate you all for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back again next week. And I'll leave you with what I know how to leave you with, and that is to stay woke and go win. Gone.